0: You initially thought that they were doing some kind of sneaky backdoor thing to cancel the show in some fashion. Mm. That's the vibe I yeah. got. You you texted us in a panic. Jesus Revolution distributor, Lionsgate, acquires worldwide distribution rights for the chosen. So, what you did was <laughs> compare her to a frog. I like frogs. Anya Taylor-Joy, mm-hmm. just to recap. Hey, we're, here, not gonna, we're not gonna... We're not gonna... And go back I explained,
1: <laughs> I like frogs. I don't have any issue with this. <laughs> Sean Connery. It was a dog. Connery has such a unique charm to him. You want to ki- kiss him right now. <laughs> Dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works Podcast. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. That's
0: right. That's right. Yes, sir. We're here. We are here. Um, Can I do... I know, we, I said thing? this on the pre-show. Get your Just thing done. room, room, room cleaning. What did, What? do what they call it? Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. A little <laughs> bit of housekeeping. Room cleaning. <laughs> a little bit of room service. <laughs> <laughs> a room service. Uh, we apologize. Last week, we one of our cameras wasn't working well. And this week, I, I'm nervous in my belly about our audio recording. So, <laughs> it we, you know, a little end of season uh, situation. This isn't mm-hmm. the last episode, but close to end Two of more. season. We got, uh, we got some equipment malfunctions and you and know it always is of it, always course is it happens, smoothly
1: of course it happens at the most inopportune time right when, when we're, we're trying to move you just want everything yeah. with this mm-hmm. to be working rightly just, working yeah, to we're right trying to, to figure out jobs trying to figure out moving everything right. and then of course cameras aren't working mm-hmm. you know uh, uh the audio recorder is acting up things things so, happening
0: um we have a new camera that we're using here and we have a flip out screen now mm. so i'm gonna be Struggling not to go like (laughs)
2: looking
0: (laughs) at yourself, look at myself, or just checking it constantly. um You know, life of a videographer—you always are checking to see if you're rolling, (laughs) always. Anywho, Uh, just like you said a couple weeks ago, we do be pushing, and now we be rolling. We do what? Did did you say that? I said we 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 be pushing. You said we're pushing. Where did I was saying we're pushing toward? Pushing towards a new thing
1: is something I don't I even remember the conversation. Did, you, did he say it like that? You do be pushing, and now we be,
0: be rolling. Do be rolling. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> we're rolling now because he just said we're rolling. Mm. But he was okay. pushing before. I, w- I don't think I was pushing. You were pushing to have to do something new or something like that. Okay. Well, now we'd be rolling. We anywho. Rolling. Um. So there. Uh. I wanted to ask you guys. Okay so this is the opening weekend for both machine and little mermaid oh yeah right and so and also we did we did a video on the studio channel got a lot of upset people you know out and about on (sighs) our videos and in our comments i'm glad i want them to be um that's not what i'm talking about what i'm wanting to know is i want to take a look at to see how people are vibing opening weekend this is day number two no day number three tonight will be Showings for third day for this for show. the machine or for both for, for both. Little, for both. both. So um, the it comes out machine. Thursday night. <laughs> it comes out Thursday night and all that. So let's go to Rotten Tomatoes and see what people are thinking of these two films. Ooh. Right? Does that sound pretty good? That sounds fun. So let's start with which one are you want to start with. The machines I mean, right there. Twenty twenty nine. You right?
1: Dang!
0: Look at that. Sixty seven. Wait. Okay. Boy, well, what's the difference? <laughs> oh, so oh, no, look at the photo. audience score for the machine. <laughs> okay. So I did check this two to, days ago. Yeah. The it would, We were at 50
1: with wow. this.
0: So critics really hate this. Click so that audience score. One second. So real quick. So right now we got 14 critic reviews and it's mm. at 29% for Burt Kreischer's The Machine. Okay. 100 plus verified ratings for audience scores and it's at 92%. Wait, the movie's rated R? What?
1: Yeah. What I do think you think,
0: this. Joshua? This, this is Burt Kreischer. All of Burt's material's rated R. All of it. His podcasts are rated R. He
1: takes off his shirt during his... Well, Learning that doesn't comedy matter. set. I honestly didn't know. It's it was more right
0: just about his language. You know, he's he his punctuation is the f word. He's crude,
1: rude, and socially unacceptable. Right. Of course, it's
0: <laughs> rated R. I guess so. Where can I hit the reviews?
1: Uh, just all audience, just down here. Click that. So, verified audience. It hit. All, I wanted to see what it is. What what the average is for all audience. What? Oh, let me go back. So, the, just. Just hit the ninety two. Okay, pop that up. Now hit all audience on the verified uh, right there. Okay, so, so ninety percent with five hundred plus. Yeah, so we're getting pretty good ratings. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. The first one wasn't great though. That's five hundred plus of of all audience. Verified audience is hundred plus. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So. Those are good ratings. Those are pretty good ratings. Let me let me take a look at some of these audience
0: comments because the very most recent one yeah, is at that one star. It says, I love Bert, but I literally had to walk out of the movie. That was terrible. Wow. Okay. One star. Now there's a bunch of other good stars. So five stars literally laughed out loud, literally laughed out loud funny, loved all the bits of homage paid to other classic movies and shows. Uh, definite must see
1: mm. this one says is it for everyone no of course not uh, but it was an ac- absolute blast of an action comedy ready? I never get bored the pace was set very well wasn't laughing all the time but when I was laughing it was loud and hard <laughs> uh, action was fun Hamill was fantastic then this one says fans of Burt will root for him and like the movie might be tough to get the jokes as a standalone movie if you don't know him, I love Bert. Yeah. Uh, wish Tom had a cameo. Spoilers.
0: That would be awesome. So Tom doesn't have a cameo, no. right? Did you see the the video of Tom come going to the premiere though?
1: No, I hadn't seen it.
0: Uh, Tom apparently because of something he wasn't gonna show up at the premiere. He ended up like surprising Bert at on the red carpet, cool. and there was a video, and
1: Bert was, like bawling his eyes out. Tom, <laughs> I there. I think. I think people... I What people are saying is if you like Burt Kreischer, you're going to like this. Yeah, movie. yeah. And a lot of people going to the movie are yeah. Burt Kreischer fans. And I, that's well, the yeah, point. I, you know? I think that's the point. Okay,
0: so real quick, I wonder if Google has how much they're making because Burt has been constantly saying mm-hmm. in the broadcast, if this does well opening weekend, they get the Machine 2 and Fat Astronauts like on Monday, you know, greenlit. Okay. Yeah. So let's see how much they're making. But he, he also, said he also budget, predicted, he was like he said to the studio like uh he was like i think opening weekend it's going to make this much and they were like so you think it's going to make more than avatar and he's like oh is that how he much he was avatar thinking I mean? <laughs> he was thinking he wanted to make 200 million opening yeah. weekend mm-hmm.
1: how much are we projected for opening weekend let's see the machine financial information this might be it um
0: so the budget, I think, was in total close to $30 million. Okay. So they don't have to make a ton. Uh, domestic box office. Mm, I mean, that is only for one day. They probably don't that's have. Not, that's not, that's way more than, than wait, that that's $850,000. Yeah. Is that what it says? Domestic box office. I think that's so far. So far. So let's see, box office. Where are we sitting? Okay, hold on. So as of today's the 27th. So in the past, so the first day they got $850,000. And yep. today, yesterday they got two two million two hundred dollars Okay. So people, a lot of people are probably waiting for today and tomorrow I to think, go to this I think, yeah, movie. well,
1: and you know, Memorial Day too is coming yeah, up. Yeah, and so Monday. We got, a, we
0: got a long weekend. Th- three, three more uh, no work days. Mm-hmm for people to watch this movie. So right now they're still pretty low. They're yeah. only, they're close to, I guess they're right around 3 million. We're gonna see they have a significant to get another... jump. Yeah, I think, think we're we gonna will? see a
1: significant jump. Um, but if we don't, then, you know, that's gonna be unfortunate.
0: Let's go ahead and check out The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm.
1: Mermaid. What, what 2019 film? What is that? All right, so. Interesting, hit that audience.
0: So overall, Ooh. overall, that jumped
1: so yeah. That, far. that jumped. Uh, that jumped down so pretty low, didn't verified it? Verified audience. Uh,
0: so critics, were talking sixty-seven percent verified audience, ninety-five. And I would will be willing to bet a lot of the verified but, audience are Disney fans or, or Disney apologists. Or, people uh, that were in our comments section, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: People, people who haven't seen the movie but went and give, gave it five stars,
0: right? Okay, all audience. Which so there's a, a thousand plus verified, All audience is ten, 10 thousand, thousand plus, plus ratings. We're talking
1: fifty one. That's a bucket. Wow. That's a popcorn bucket sideways. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and like, I think this is a more probably a more accurate because you know sixty seven from critics and fifty one from general audiences. Yeah, I think is more closely representative of what this movie is.
0: Yeah, which is. Not great. Now, let's see if they're getting those kind of numbers on reviews, though. They probably mm. are making decent money.
1: I don't know if it compares to how oh, much Oh, I, I, I think the movie's going to make – the see. movie's going to m- kind of make what you expect a Disney movie to make. However, the budget on this movie was like $250 million. Really?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay, Box Office Little Mermaid. So, so far – no, that's the that's, that's the, the original. original. <laughs> that's the cartoon. Put twenty twenty three in there. Twenty twenty three. All right, where are we? Where are we looking at? So this was done uh, twenty four hours ago. Ten point three million. Okay. Um, box office: Little Mermaid, ten point three. A Little Mermaid singer loudly with. So that, people are predicting, predicting. People are 125, 125, 125 mil and right, this weekend. And it looks like they're sitting at 10.5 million.
1: Here's my predictions based off what I've been hearing is weekend number two isn't going to see a significant increase. No. Because it's a two hour and 15 minute movie that is for kids, which we've been told by I don't know how many angry comments that this <laughs> movie is for kids. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I've been hearing is kids don't have the attention span for this because Pe- it's kids two are, hours long, isn't it? Kids are yeah, it's two hours and fifteen minutes. Kids, and kids are nodding are, off at the hour and a half. Look, mark. old school Disney knew what was up. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't go past ninety minutes. Yeah, a tight ninety. Yeah, tight ninety.
1: Sometimes less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I bet, I bet a lot of kids are happy at a mm-hmm. minute at, at an hour five.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? an hour five minutes yeah give yourself three minutes for credits rolling i'm just saying this is kids also aren't going to identify with this movie as much because there's not as many bright loud colors Mm -hmm. it's not as expressive as the cartoon is no it definitely won't be expressive. we've seen that with the disney stuff before
0: this is why the animation if they do things right the animation works better because you can give you know your cartoon characters
1: your animals your fish Fish fish, have expression, crabs have expression. The live action remakes just aren't landing. They don't have the facial expressions that humans have. Right, Uh, and we've known
0: this. Even uh, John Favreau doing The Lion King. We've been talking about this Mm -hmm. for so long. A lot of the live action Disney movies don't translate. Cinderella was the first one, right? Wasn't Cinderella one of the first ones? I mean, they've done a ton of Cinderella, so yeah. But look, Cinderella was one of the first ones. They had the little animated mice. We knew they that wasn't going to translate. If
1: so, looking at this movie, um, if they spent two hundred and fifty million dollars on it, hmm. um, they I don't know that they're making that money back Probably because not. in the you know the U.S. box office they the the companies make about fifty percent right of what the movie makes. So if after the box office, if this movie makes. Seven hundred and fifty million dollars. hmm Right. Profit. So well, they'd have to make more than that. If they make if they make you know, five hundred million profit, mm-hmm. then the studio only gets half of that. I think which it just depends barely if, breaking even. It right. really depends too, like,
0: um are they gonna put it on Disney Plus, not for to just watch, but to premiere buy, mm-hmm. like You know, you pay the twenty four dollars to
1: like to rent it for a while,
0: and if they do that, they're not not going to make their money back because Cruella tanked. They did that with Cruella. Nobody watched that. Well, but Cruella wasn't just they. So they put it in theaters for a couple weeks, and then they put it exclusive. Yeah, and then they put it in a month on Disney Plus for people to still buy. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've seen in the past that Disney has this sneaky way of like not having to pay actors that way, too. They don't yeah. pay actors <laughs> with, when it goes on their streaming service. So they're collecting all that money. It's just going straight into their pocket. Is her name Hallie or Haley? Hallie. Hallie. Hallie Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- I saw they just released a commercial or a trailer for The Color Purple, which yeah. she's starring in. Why
1: do we need a remake to The Color Purple? Uh, you know, yeah. it's better than Little Mermaid remake, probably. I mean, probably, but didn't It works as a live action. I don't
0: know if yeah, Little Mermaid does work but, as a live but action. But the other one was a live action. Yeah. <laughs> the original Color Purple was saying, a live action. I'm just saying. But we also got a remake to, you know, Les Misérables. Yeah. And it was better. The second remake was yeah, better. But it also the first one wasn't was not a musical. There was no music in um, there. original. there was. No, it no. wasn't. <laughs>
1: I Yeah, I don't know how this I I don't think this they're going to really promote this and say that it's doing better than any other movie because they have to because they have to but i don't think it's gonna do super great no probably not um what i what i've been hearing for for the most part is that the movie is a less good version of the original mm -hmm. Uh, like i'm and i'm talking in details in the little details of you know the way that you know the way she feels about eric the way that she interacts with Flounder and with Sebastian. Probably the
0: motivation for
1: Ursula. Motivation for Ursula. It's and just how she presents everything like, is not as enjoyable. I mean that that's it's a, a little, little bit that's darker. darker. That's that, all the, Disney Live action. It's all is like things are less
0: they're showing us the same stuff as the original, but it's like there's no emotion in yeah, it. Yeah, there's no heart. There's no it's like It falls flat. Yeah, it there's just no no motivation for the characters. Mm-hmm. Or there's just no emotional response that is up to par, you know. Yeah. When we when you're when you're comparing, you know, apples to something that's supposed to be a more realistic apple, it just falls short. It just feels like an apple and uh, kind of a rotted apple. And you what's
1: know? you know part of the thing with live action is oh, I really want to see these characters, you know, in real life. Mm-hmm. But Sebastian, um, <laughs> Flounder, they're they're. And anim- they're like fake yeah. look and they it- don't look real they don't look like real animals exactly and even the people aren't emoting as well as in the animated feature and to reiterate <laughs> the video that got us all the hate,
0: it doesn't matter i'm not I'm not hating on the story being a kid's story mm-hmm. I'm saying the lack of effort from Disney because the clip we saw of Ursula and there was some comments right. There was some comments. If people watch this video, I'll clarify. Yes, we have a lot on our video and so it ended up did making the video look darker than it already was, okay? Mm-hmm. So that wasn't intentional. That was just our process screwed it up. I did say but that while we were watching it. Yeah, you though. did say it I looks said, dark. hey, but it looks you knew. dark. Yeah, and some people were like, oh, you, you manipulated it so you have more things to complain about. Well, from even our end where we saw the actual thing, it's still pretty dark. And people are complaining, about, people it, are complaining you know, about it. And people are complaining about it. So the listen, but even just the effort from Disney for the animation, for the recording, for the person who's playing Ursula, that lady, like the we haven't the lack seen the film effort. yet. Let's,
1: but let from let, just one you're, clip. The you're clip just was a, about
0: the video we put out. But if about we're it.
1: if we're talking about, um, uh, if people keep saying it's for kids, it's for kids. Yeah, is it? Is it really? They no. think it is. No, well, it's we, for kids. It's for people, it's for the parents, parents' money who grew yeah. up on the Little Mermaid who want to take their kids. Right. Right. We all watched The Little Mermaid. I have a kid. I have a daughter. When we by the were way. when we were Not t- when we were kids, did you guys watched yeah. The Little Mermaid. I yeah. watched The Little Mermaid. I loved The Little Mermaid as a kid. Yes. I love the priest the, the most. <laughs> Shut up. People <laughs> want to see people wanted to go and that's why they're doing these remakes is people want to relive these experiences. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's partially for little kids. It's also for the people who grew up on these movies. Right yes and you're
0: right and and unfortunately um for people like me who i did grow up on the movie and i have a daughter and i'm probably gonna have more kids in the future as she starts enjoying movies i'm not showing her this movie i'm not You'll buying this movie probably show her. her the original i'm gonna show her the original it's shorter Maybe the special edition version it's brighter no. it's better it's better yeah. They took out the sexual subliminal messaging. Yeah, that first thing is the one. Mm-hmm. Sure. They got they got rid of the Which is probably the one on Disney Plus, I don't think They got they rid of the the, phalli- the the phallic the phallus? the phallic. The <laughs> <laughs> The phallic imagery. The phallic imagery on the, the VHS tape <laughs> cover. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> I've I've I don't know if videos. it's if it's I don't know if it's like satanic motivated or no. just people really I've, bored.
1: I that's what I've heard like per I've smiled heard, perverts I've that heard are really the bored. Animators talk about this. Like you, you, you're flipping through pages all day. You it. know, you got four different pages in your hand. You're moving them back and forth. You're drawing stuff all day, every day. You get bored and you want to put something funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's it's just kinda it is kind of dark. It's kind it of dark. A kids yeah. movie. I mean.
0: We've, I'm sure we've mentioned all of them on the podcast mm-hmm. before, but you know, in the original mermaid, the priest yeah. had a boner, which is actually funny because of Catholicness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also I've well, heard people it, you know, say that's his knee. If you look at no, the footage, it's his no. knee. Here's the thing,
0: here's the thing. I pulled it up. I washed it, I rewound. I washed it, I rewound. Yeah. His knee's there. He has a knee. And it's not that's, what's sticking I, out. I of his think pants. That's, not I think that's the
1: excuse. It's like, oh no, clearly it's his knee. No, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't. You I you know, studied it thoroughly. I think it, 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 I that's think a penis, probably they they changed it where they raised his robe up a little so you can see his legs. And there's like, look, clearly the line shows. <laughs> but in the original, his robe probably went all the way to the floor. And mm-hmm. look, it's. It is what it, it is. What everyone thought it was when you saw it. I think I think that one is probably more excusable because artists are doing things like, no, listen, listen, listen. Okay, to me. keep keep talking. I, artists are doing things like there are parts of the body under clothes, so they're probably drawing a knee, mm-hmm. right? And then everybody's like, "Look, that one's a boner! Look, look!" <laughs> don't, don't pull. Up. Don't. Whereas, I'm doing it. It's whereas, a cartoon image. There's other things like in the Rescuers when they fly past the window and there's like a naked lady. That's a, a JPEG of a naked lady. That's not a yeah. drawing, right? Yeah. Whereas I and can, in a you can uh, you can excuse when an artist is like, "All right, I'm going to draw this lump yeah. here to so that you can see his knees." Yeah. under the robe.
0: Let's see here. (laughs) That is not Not his knee. That is not his knee. Let's find another good another higher quality one here. That's not a knee. (laughs) That's not a knee, dude. And I think it moves. Okay, so that's 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 probably the remake. That's the remake. Come on, gimme give me an image of okay, here we go.
1: It's Really slow quality, but that's not a knee. If if that's part of his robe, but if you look at look at that other picture from the top down perspective, <laughs> why are we looking this? Just <laughs> saying, can which, we move past are this segment? About? Which section you talk? No, no, not yet. Wait, which which, which top like down you talking that, about? That 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 one up there. This one? No, this
0: one. That one. It's low quality. You can't
1: right. Really see but if if. If that's what they're going for, then it's like, oh, yeah, clearly we were trying to draw a knee and, it, you know, the artist sees something completely different.
0: So you're saying he has two knees. Right. But I'm sorry. The the thing is up here.
1: Yeah. The, the, in this shot, we no, don't show the no, legs. No, no. If, if it, this is a lower camera shot than that first one, that's a higher up shot. This is a lower shot. Mm, I don't know why would the bump of his knees be
0: different over here if it was if it was never a problem why do why right, fix exactly. it <laughs> exactly? why fix it
1: well because people are taking it to be a phallic image that is if it's not if it was a knee originally just like right that is. and everybody says That's oh just it's a naked lady if everybody says oh it's not a knee then whether it was or Can not we stop you, clicking still to, these photos. you still have to you still have to take it out Oh well,
0: (laughs) we can't transition into our first segment after this. Yes, we can. We're listen. We are doing important work over here discussing the problems with Hollywood. We figured out. You know, I don't think the live action Little Mermaid is going to interest people enough to get their money back. It just won't. The machine might bring back the knee. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) bring back the knee hashtag (laughs) (laughs) hashtag bring back the knee (laughs) Um, so for to to close out that little to close out our thoughts for opening weekend I think Burt the machine we'll see what happens over the next three days I think they'll probably make their money back hopefully they break even at least and then can and then hopefully we'll make more money Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see I guess I mean it's to to get to your budget opening weekend is difficult because you don't have as much for marketing and Burt is kind of the
1: only one out there marketing this thing. Uh no, it's there's there's ads on Hulu, there's, there's ads on all the streaming, everywhere streaming services. They're marketing this movie. Yes,
0: but that's also adding to the budget.
1: It is. So it's kind of like yeah, at what point it is, is, is it cut off? What at what point does this become a success? But you have to I I think the the ads are good. Yeah. yeah. You have to advertise a movie like this everywhere. Otherwise, you know, people don't go, "Let's go see this." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know,
0: um talk about advertisements. Um Lionsgate is trying to be a part of advertising The Chosen. Well, that's not that they're trying. They struck a deal. Yeah. So, th- that's actually you sent me this this week and you said you want to talk about it here, so we'll just would we'll do this as kind of our, our main segment opener. Um, it's interesting because we're going back and forth. You initially thought that they were doing some kind of sneaky backdoor thing to cancel the show in some fashion. Mm. That's the vibe I yeah. got. You you texted us in a panic, and and the wording on that article was strange, right? It did it was confusing. Yeah. But then I, I found had another to actually article. Read the article. So Wyatt and Joshua, I'm I'm filming <laughs>
1: I'm filming a story. I was okay, like, look, did he not read this? I'm <clears throat>
0: filming a story. Yeah. All right, for work or whatever. And I, during interview, I'm getting you guys' texts back and forth. And You're at like, some what's point, going on? I'm like, "What's going on?" I'm so confused. And Josh was just making it sound like it's over. It's I'm, no, I, I, I kind of knew it confused. was something this like that. This is the end. <laughs> I just, I, I don't. I was saying. So explain what's what's happening, right. and then. Uh, and then I'll talk about So it. Jesus Revolution distributor Lionsgate acquires worldwide distribution rights for The Chosen. So we're talking, I think, DVD or Blu-ray hard copies as well as theatrical runs. Mm-hmm. Because before they were kind of just Angel Studios was just doing it themselves. Now they're taking on Angel Studios still owns the rights for free streaming, for the production of the of the product, yeah. right? But for the actual uh, distribution to have a wider release and to do things like running ads, like mm-hmm. where's all that money coming from? Well, they got licensing, Lionsgate acquired. Um, worldwide distribution rights to The Chosen, the hit series based on The Life of Jesus, uh, film studios which has distributed movies such as Knives Out, La La Land, and John Wick franchise.
1: But to be clear, this is they made a sub-licensing yeah. deal. Sublicensing so, deal with Angel Studios. So they don't have all of the rights to no. the distribution.
0: As long as they don't have creative rights. They don't have any creative then
1: rights. Then we're pretty good
0: still. But I just think... Well, here's the thing. Angel Studios is run by a bunch of pretty savvy business people. I don't think they're ever going to sell off creative rights to the show. They're probably thinking like there's a lot more money to be made if we have this person helping us with distribution. Mm-hmm. for the show itself. And uh and in order for them to do that, they have to get a cut of the pie. They have to get some of the licensing as well. Yeah. So, um so I think I think the people at Angel Studios are being smart about this. Also keep in mind Angel Studios has just announced I think four four other film or show projects that are being funded currently on Angel Studios. They just came out with His Only Son over Easter, which is a movie about Abraham and Isaac kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um so you yeah, they're they're doing a lot of more stuff than just the chosen.
1: Scroll down. I want to say there was more. What we more should at the do when uh,
0: this is a cool section right here. So um, the more I learned, this is from the CEO of Lionsgate, uh, and that's not him. I that's believe that's, him, that's, him, an, that's ad. an ad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we can pretend like it. <laughs>
0: He's actually, this guy's more handsome than, than <laughs> actual guy. I did look up Jim, Jim Packer earlier. Um, the more I learn about The Chosen, the more I want uh, to ensure that it is on the best perform, uh, platforms across the globe, such as Lionsgate, uh, said Lionsgate president and worldwide television distributor, Jim Packer. <laughs> Sometimes I read too fast. Mm, All right. It's tough. I'm not surprised that an artful craft artfully crafted story about such an important historical figure, unlike anything done before, would be a gr- would be in great demand, Packer continued. The multi-season approach has allowed The Chosen to consistently build an audience and generate a unique level of engagement. We're excited by the opportunity to elevate this incredible property to the next level of worldwide recognition and popularity. So that's what I'm saying. Angel Studios is saying, This is really going to help us Mm -hmm. because, and you know, the goal for Dallas and Angel Studios is they want a billion people to watch the show. Mm -hmm. I think they would get there by by the end of seven seasons on their own, but they might be able to
1: reach two billion people, you know, with the help of Lionsgate. But here's the important part. It says, uh, according to Deadline, after any theatrical release... Uh, Angel Studios app and the Chosen app still have global exclusive rights in the first window for all existing and future seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it says the Come and See Foundation, which announced a new partnership with the Chosen in December, will retain and manage licensing rights for all the Chosen's activities with the nonprofit sector, including translation. So I'm thinking that the show and Dallas still have the majority of a grip on the show and the app and how it right. gets made and, and how it gets. still making sure it's free for
0: people that yeah. download the app. And they are working the thing, with somebody
1: know? who knows distribution of large properties mm-hmm. to help them get this into theaters and get it onto more apps and get it in front of more people.
0: Which this is consistent with the goal of The Chosen constantly because they want, they want this to be, and Angel Studios wants this to be, audience funded yes an audience funded production and so they're not beholden to executives telling them well <laughs> we predicted to make this much money this, but this season didn't make that much money this so you're should done Should
1: be the future of right? uh, audience funded um audience funded but with the resources of hollywood yes so the audience funds it and the people in hollywood know how to distribute it distribute it
0: right and the cool thing about this is if lionsgate Like they they try their distribution to make a cut of money and to get out to more people. If they don't make their money back or they come and say, well, this isn't a good fit business decision, then they just cancel the sub licensing agreement Mm -hmm. and and just let Angel Studios do what they already have been doing, right? Mm -hmm. And so no one really loses here except Lionsgate uh, might have potential to gain some. And I think that's yeah. all That's all that yeah, matters. Yeah, if they don't
1: distribute, they're not going to make any money right, off right. of whatever deal that they made.
0: And they're already dabbling in Christian film because they did Jesus Revolution. So um, Lionsgate is kind of – they're they're reaching across the aisle as of right now, you know, try to get get some of that Christian film money. And we, we see this all the time. I mean that this is how Dallas Jenkins did get burned um, before he started The Chosen. He got picked up to do a handful of movies. Mm-hmm. He did one, and it flopped. And they said, "Never mind, no more movies for you." Yeah. Um, and that's through the Hollywood system. And so Hollywood always tries to invest money into these Christian films. Like, um, you know, Sony ha- was working with the Kendrick brothers. Yeah. Once they got popular, I don't know about their current current relationship but the Kendrick Brothers movies have slowed down and that might have to do with which, distribution yeah, Sony. Yeah, we talked about this. Sony kind of probably backed off when they realized like Prayer uh, War Room or War, whatever didn't, didn't, didn't do, do, didn't as, do well. It as well. And so Sony's like, well, never mind. So now they have to go back to the older style, which mm-hmm. is, you know, self-distribution. They need to get involved with Angel Studios. If they keep wanting to make movies, like the Kendrick crowdfunded. Brothers- Crowdfunded. Crowdfunded through Angel Studios because Angel Studios isn't like a- All they're doing is saying- we will help you. We have all the connections. Your audience base has to raise money through this. It's not exclusive, yeah, mm-hmm. to The Chosen. You know what they should do, and this is this is just based on my thoughts. Maybe they don't want to do this. This is just what I think. I think the way to make money today is with subscription-based stuff, but they don't want to charge for their show because they want that to be out to people and they want to... Uh, make this spread the news of um, what they're doing through their show. So I think what would be awesome is if they did like a patreon exclusive or something like that where they could get people to subscribe monthly to production stuff. Maybe they mm-hmm. they do behind the scenes of the chosen like a patreon. yeah, kind of behind thing. the scenes. For season four that they're well, filming right now, they do have that. It's just not behind a paywall. Yes, they have that on the app that you have to download I think the app. To though watch that
1: I concept. think by saying rather than saying please give ten bucks a month, mm-hmm. I think the idea of give five dollars now mm-hmm. once so that we can reach the four million that we need. People well, are, I think, people are yeah, more inclined but, to be like, yeah, I'll give. They are five, ten. $100 once rather than I got to give $10 each month, especially but, when it, it's different when it's a small creator so like us. So, no, mm-hmm.
0: think think about it like this. So, yes, they get funding for season four. Mm. People have already been funding them through one, two, three, the four. What are they going to at season seven, which they're planning on doing seven seasons, Is they're still going to have enough people that are willing to. They Maybe people will say, oh, I contributed season two do I still want to contribute again yes. for season seven? And here's yeah, the reason. I
1: think so, because we're seeing it work.
0: We are. We're we are, but... They're already, they're already we, got season four funded. Yeah, they're, but we still have to wait for season five, six, and seven still. It's going to get funded. And the thing is, because I know from personal, and, and for first off, they're in the right demographic. Christians, and they're, they're operating out of Texas, so I'm guessing, and they're Christians in general, so they ha- probably have right-leaning
1: mm-hmm. situations.
0: So... Conservatives and Christians are the most charitable group in the nation. And this is why I'm saying like, when you say people would rather invest than pay a subscription, somewhat. I think certain demographics prefer that, right? Yeah. So this is the right demographic. You're, you're catering to Christians and conservative people who are probably also Christians mm-hmm. who tend to give the most to charity and causes they believe in. Like for me personally, I've already given to the show twice. Mm-hmm. And I've already given more than I would have if I was doing a subscription. Does that make sense? But I, we're, yeah.
1: we're in a climate nowadays where people are familiar with how crowdfunding works, mm-hmm. and they like it because we know that if we if we give a certain amount, and we know that uh, other people are going to give, and it gets to the desired goal, we are all going to get the product. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas if we subscribe, and we we pay ten bucks a month. Are we going to get the product? It's up to I mean, to the we're, we're funding them consistently, right. but in the end, they have to decide. Right. Whereas if they end up with $4 million, we expect a product. <laughs> right. Because we see what the end result is. Yeah. Whereas we invested if we're in giving, that product. Yeah. If we're giving $10 a month, it's like maybe we don't know what their budget is in the end. Like, okay. So, rough example. So,
0: HBO did a one season show of the time traveler's wife Mm. starring rose leslie oh my gosh i loved that season i loved the show i loved everything about it and then they canceled it like as Mm -hmm. soon as it was done because nobody's rolling out and canceled okay but here's the thing they had to make that decision from business wise because their subscription model what if they just put up and said did anybody like this show if you did here, give us some money, and if we if we don't get enough, we'll give you the money back. But let's do a crowd fundraising for season two of just this show. I love that
1: season so much. I would have given probably fifty dollars. Been talking about this. For I, I would have given and fifty dollars to we're see in a season two. In this day and two. age, where it's less like we put something out, see how people respond. Right. It people nowadays expect to we give to this, and so we expect a certain result we invest in this so we expect something good and that puts oh, yes. that puts the responsibility on the creators to make something good to make something enjoyable i
0: would have paid for season 2
1: of time traveler's wife yeah and so that's where we're at right now and you know and that's why angels is building off of that business and model. i don't know if i've if i've talked to you guys about john mark and i years ago discussed uh, an app similar to this where you could uh, crowdfund animation Sick. if you got a bunch of creators to put up a pilot episode okay. similar to like love death and robots yeah then people individuals crowdfund your project mm-hmm. so it's like oh, i need i need um four hundred dollars to get episode two out yeah then people crowdfund that and next in the next like two months you get episode two out mm-hmm. well, Start building need, the that's a good idea yeah. we've we we that we discussed this in detail and we were like how do we create this Right, right. but we almost have the almost like means. a GoFundMe well Go Fund we will Fund in the future me.
0: so freaking yeah. hold on to that it's, it's, it's a GoFundMe <laughs> for it's a GoFundMe for shows or animations yeah. how, you could do it a bunch of different ways you could make a pilot and then just do any show. Say, "I we're gonna do the, a show." The cool thing is, it's it's not even just a GoFundMe because you're not going on GoFundMe to watch these episodes. Mm-hmm. You want a you want a su- a streaming service that yes. is free yes. that you can you no, can yeah, give yeah. and watch on the yes. same platform. That's and, what the Angel Studios and, is and doing. you'll
1: and so when you subscribe, you go on and you see yeah, yeah. here's the five. It's like things, a GoFundMe. For here's your, the five things yeah. that I've given to each of them. Have a new episode this yes. week. Or here's one that didn't make it. Nobody else subscribed. I'm the only one who subscribed, but I only lost five bucks on that right. one. You're taking a gamble, but you're potentially giving to artists to create the things that they want to create. Mm-hmm.
0: But and also I think we you can need do more it, stuff like that. You can like what's do it to where,
1: where they
0: say like, well, here's our period of time. We give ourselves a year to fund season four, right? right. As season right. three is rolling out. At the end of that year, if they're not close and they don't have the investors to finish... You just got to say, well, it's a wash. We can either do it for this amount of money or – and it's just going to be a little lower than budget than we thought – or they just refund. It, either way, you get then, a product or your money back.
1: Well, we, we, we thought about it. It's like how do you create – how do you get that to keep going um, as the show gets larger and larger? Well, once it is successful, maybe it gets a season one, season two, then the app steps in and says, we're going to help with this as well. Right. Not 100% we're not going to give we're not going to take it and do what netflix does right. and become our own production studio but we're going to support this and give to this and try to help it get funded each time i think
0: i think more importantly what the app has to figure out is not necessarily get it funded just be the
1: platform that makes it Promote easy. it. Yeah, they're uh, gonna it promote it, it and make it easy get for it in front of eyes. Make it easy for the artist and support the artist. Right, and help them get their name out there. I had I had the similar thought because you can expand this to so many things. You can mm-hmm. expand it
0: to YouTube creators or online creators as yeah, well, especially it's... people that are doing cool stuff. Because right now everyone's operating on like their website, and you have to have like their website login. It's like, well, what happens if you just had a platform like YouTube, but you can give money. And I know YouTube's kind of doing this. The problem with YouTube is that theres it's so much there, it kind of operates on this free model, right? Any creator can put up for free. Any creator, you can watch any creator for free. And, and it has to operate that way. But say you had 5,000 creators on one app. And you like 10 of those people, and you can pay for those people to do it. It's the same thing. You fund their projects. I think Olin Rogers is probably going to see the value of this and what mm. he's done, like we talked about last week, and realize, like, yeah, all future projects.
1: What if he's the one who starts it, the animation app?
0: Olin, I mean, I would love to. That would be cool. I'd well, love to help pitch you. Let's him right now. Let's, I'd love to help you. After we're done. We go, we call Olin, we pitch this app idea. We could... Get a hold of his you number. Guys if we build really an put app? our head, yeah. <laughs> Would you like to develop an app? Would you like to develop an <laughs> eight? Um So yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's always there's going to be value in this, and we just need like a good handful of platforms that work. Angels is one of those, but they still have that. You have to be doing something cool to get work with us. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just be old any creator. So we'll see. Did you we'll say see. old any creator? You <laughs> can't just be old any creator. Any old, old any creator. creator. Um, anyways, uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what Lionsgate is able to do with the chosen with their, yeah. um, with their very specific and limited licensing of the show distribution.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be positive. I think so too.
0: It, it probably is. Um, thank you, Shelby, for, thank uh, for being a Patreon supporter. Patreon, Nick. I don't, don't
1: know. know what I was Patreon going with. supporter, Shelby. I don't know thank where you. I was going with that. It's either, so, a, it's either a Patreon supporter being on the Patreon or mm-hmm. being a Patron. 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 Thanks for being a patron. You're a patron if you are a Patreon supporter or on the Patreon. We got to get this right because we mess it up every time. I don't mess it up every time. Well, you used to.
0: No, I don't. I know
1: the difference between a (laughs) Patreon
0: and a patron.
1: (laughs) I'm going to make fun of you for something.
0: We do it off the podcast nonstop. All right. Listen, Shelby enjoys so much cool content over on Patreon. Yeah. Things like early podcasts, Mm. exclusive podcasts like our pre-show. We also, uh, you know, the more Patreon supporters that we get, we will grow in more and more exclusive content over there. Yeah. And we already have a bunch of stuff over there. So you have to go enjoy that and we'll keep rolling out more stuff for you. So if you want to be a Patreon supporter as well, go to the link in the description and choose the tier that best fits your content needs like Shelby has. Thank you so much. For uh, gracing us with your presence over there on that platform,
1: I'm think I've got a idea for a movie commentary. Go for it. Equilibrium. Okay, equilibrium. what is
0: it about? That's an interesting title, right? It is. Uh, Wait, is it already done? Is there one called Equilibrium? Oh. Wait, a commentary on movies or commentary for on for the, the movie Mo- equilibrium. equilibrium? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. A, I what is what Equilibrium think. about? I, it's a movie. You know, I was thinking about this when we're down in Georgia, where we got more people around us that. That are willing to jump in with like watch parties or just you know kind of one off things. Once season four of The Chosen comes out, Christian I, Bale starts. Since they, they do mm-hmm. live like um, Sean live Bean? with the app with the actually Ch- Chosen app, I think it'd be cool to have like a couple of us just jump on and watch the episode and comment and do a commentary as the the show's going live at, on like the podcast channel or something. So don't show too much. I, you know. I'm just trying to find a good poster shot.
1: Yeah. So this movie is I've never seen it but I've always wanted to watch it and I think the best place to watch it would be Patreon because it is a kind of like the Matrix mm-hmm. but not. Mm-hmm. It's the you know, they live in like a dystopian world with like feelings police. You're not allowed to feel stuff. Oh. You're not allowed to have emotions. It's interesting. Um, We and, definitely should watch it if we don't do a commentary on it. But, yeah, we can do commentary. And the idea of, like, the way they fight with gun katas. You guys know what a martial arts kata is? Oh, yeah, so we, yeah, like, yeah. do yeah. the moves yes. in a certain... Yeah. The idea is that human behavior is so predictable... You can do, you can learn a, a gun kata where you walk in. If you do all the moves right, you'll hit everybody with your guns. That's, um, that's what the show's, this movie's ridiculous. based. Ridiculous. Like,
0: as that's an aspect to this movie. That's an aspect of this that's movie. Of this movie. And
1: it's, I've heard it's ridiculous and awesome, and I, I want to watch it. That I feel like it, it could be it could be another Blade for me. Starring Chris, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah.
0: Christian Bale. Sexy boy. We got our four main actors. Go back to that other <laughs> four. one. Four main actor right. food groups. No. <laughs> now <food laughs> We got our uh, four main characters here. We got um this uh, Christian
1: Bale, Emily Watson. Yeah, I can't read that. I don't know. Travis Diggs. It's t- Tra- it's Tra- an Tra- M. Trey. No, that's an M.
0: Tru... A-
1: <laughs> whatever. And then
0: we got our fourth t- t- main t- character.
1: Tay. Tay Diggs. Tay t- Diggs, awesome. And then we got our fourth main character, I don't know. Christian t- t- Bale's t- t- mole. <sighs>
0: you always hating yeah. on his mole yeah yeah it's barely there
1: not even in that shot
0: not in that shot but... go to that shot
1: not there
0: okay let's what uh, shot this what's shot? our next thing my guy okay we were doing so great huh
1: let it be what it is <laughs> he's it trying be. to he's trying to let it be. he's trying to move your podcast along <laughs> that's what he's doing you yeah. feel it you like it no i'm just looking for you the feeling mole. it mr
0: krabs <laughs> mr krabs um, so, yeah, you guys should definitely do a commentary. I want to
1: do this one really bad.
0: On equilibrium. We,
1: and we just watched, uh, what was the one with Christian Bale that we I just watched? Know. What Psycho? if we, what if we did one in
0: here? What if we just brought, what if we just set it up in here so we don't have to set it up in there? That'd be easier to do. I mean, then, we, turn on then we have to
1: sit there and. And you
0: you won't be able to put it on YouTube even if it's unlisted because it'll be blocked because you're showing a movie on camera.
1: No, um, he's saying we would sit and watch. And oh. just record Oh, audio. just record
0: audio in here. I've told you guys this. I said you can watch movies in here, and you're like, "No, nah, that feels feels wrong." Let's keep the mm-hmm. space sacred, is what you said to me. Okay. And I said, "Watch movies I, in here all you I, want." I, I just don't um, want to sit. And, I maybe, mean, I guess maybe, I could, maybe if you guys, I don't want to sit studio, for a
1: whole movie in this chair. Right. I like to be comfortable when I'm watching my movie. Well, go go get yourself the chair in there. You could I chair. It. You could you sit. Swap, this swap, sounds sit. like a lot of effort. Two it's hours way more in this chair to go Every move week, all the equipment so out to, to the studio. I, it sounds like a lot. It sounds like effort we'll to be whole, less comfortable. We'll move the couch in I'd here. I'd rather more effort and be comfortable than less effort and be uncomfortable. <laughs> all right. So, can uh, we not have both? You can
0: have both if you choose. If you choose. Why does Chris Nolan constantly Golly, reuse... Why you pick this photo? Why does Christopher Nolan... Always are, always be using, reusing the same characters. Make that All right. face. Do you just like not like how people look? No, what, Josh was the <laughs> Josh most I judgmental. other human beings. If you're not careful, I'm going to start judging you for how you look today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Better be careful. Kind of
1: shaggy. Shaggy. <laughs> Having shaved. Kind of spotted. <laughs> uh
0: that mole, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, just finding him. He's, ca- he's like, find he's any like, oh, oh my gosh, gosh the Christian Bale mole. <laughs>
1: he's like, I've been dogging on Christian too much. Uh, speaking of Christian Bale, he's um, in, uh, um, right? These movies. So
0: people, so in general, there's the there's the concept of why do directors always recast and reuse for so many different movies the same actors, and mm-hmm. it's not just. And he's he's notorious because he uses so many stars in his movies like Christopher Nolan puts so many big names in a movie at least five in every single movie Mm. at least five solid names in every movie he likes
1: working with professionals
0: he does and the thing is we see in his movies he find he uses somebody and then we see them in the next movie or the next couple you know Mm. what I'm saying yeah
1: they'll often play a smaller role and then get a bigger role right in the next movie
0: um and with Oppenheimer coming up uh we got Killian Murphy slated to be the star. And I've heard from rumors and videos and interviews and written, you know, article interviews that Christopher Nolan believes Killian Murphy to be the greatest actor of all time. Of all time. And so he's been really, really saving him for a lead role because uh, I've, I've got a list of kind of the main a- the main big actors that's been in multiple christopher nolan movies um but what i want to do is is discuss real quick why do directors do this as well especially him and then let's take a look at the repeating actors for his movies and kind of see kind of give our thoughts maybe see like who does the best who do you think was good choices mm-hmm. who's like maybe why he stopped using them that kind of stuff well, we you know, know tarantino Tarantino does it a lot. Yeah. I think Sam Jackson in oh, every single one of his movies. He's been in quite a few Tarantino he's, films. He's like not in like one Who's I think. the guy
1: who he plays the the, the Jew Hunter guy in Inglorious Bastards? I don't know his name, but But yeah. he's in several of yeah. Tarantino's movies. Um uh Leonardo DiCaprio's in DiCaprio's a couple. DiCaprio's in a couple. His brother uh his who's what am I thinking? The guy who plays um, Bill's brother, yeah, uh, what whatever his name is, He's, he's, oh, he's in a couple something. of right Tarantino films. So Tarantino has actors that he likes to cast in his movies. He absolutely does. Uh, we see that Wes Anderson is Wes Anderson notorious. Yeah, and he he's like he's like right. Chris. He puts in a lot of big names. Yeah, Ed Norton, tons of big names. Uh, Bill Wilson. Murray, Bill Murray, Timothy Chalamet. Wilson. not timothy chalamet yes the wilson brothers um oh yeah uh uh what's his name has scarlett
0: johansson been in more than one that one's coming out no uh,
1: lots no. of them lots of people i don't get his films
0: you don't get them no <laughs> i don't think a lot of people it's do all right uh, i do personally. tim burton and johnny depp <laughs> is a famous combo yeah you know
1: tim burton johnny depp what's the other lady's name the female johnny depp <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she plays what's her face in harry potter
0: She's a, she's an incredible actor, but I can't ever remember her name. Vanessa. Helena Bottom Carter. Huh, you pulled it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot of directors do this. I think it, it stems mostly just from you get to know somebody, you like what they do, and you want to keep doing that. I think that's part of they human fit, nature. They fit with your style. It's also human nature. It's like, do we work well together? As well, mm-hmm. do you perform well? based on my directing and when you're making a movie you're investing so much time, effort and money and trust from other people's money that it's going to do well and once you learn to trust an actor you, even if they're even if they have a good reputation you just are comforted by using them continuously. Yeah. And I think there's something to that with Chris Nolan especially since he started like not too long ago. Like he's only been he's Nolan? been doing this for 20 years, right? His first movie came out I think not, not his first, like, kind of breakout movie, Memento, was really back in, I think, 2002, 2003, right? Then he came out with Batman uh, Begins in 2005 mm-hmm. and then Prestige in 2006. And that's when things started – the ball started really rolling, rolling, all right? And then The Dark Knight shot him into the stratosphere as far as popularity, mm. uh, out of the stratosphere, I guess. And then – so he he's become such an iconic filmmaker, but he's still, you know, comparing to someone like Steven Spielberg – Mm -hmm. He's much older than Nolan, but Steven Spielberg's done so many movies. Mm -hmm. Nolan's done like what in total, maybe like 11. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I mean, he's got, he's got Quentin numbers, like Quentin's stopping at 10. Nolan and, and Nolan's done it in a lot, lot faster than Quentin Tarantino has. Right. But I'm just saying he's working with a lot of money a lot of people are investing in him and so i think for him specifically and then also becoming such a popular um director over the past 15 years and being such (laughs) high demand for his quality content that he just he needs the comfort of working with people he can trust
1: i think that's the main reason yeah we also get into this I, i know we were talking about two hours and 15 minutes for the little mermaid Movies are getting longer and longer. Yeah. A lot of people are saying they need to go back to being short. I think a lot of that comes from Hollywood is trying to emulate these guys, right? The uh, these guys like Christopher Nolan, who are making long movies. Gee, they're, like, and oh, the they're like people f- four-hour
0: movie that that Hateful Eight was. Jim Cameron. People,
1: yeah, that people are people are they're like uh,
0: James Jim Cameron. James
1: Cameron is like. Clearly, these directors are
0: James successful. Sure. He makes long movies. Oh.
1: They're successful with making these three-hour movies. We need to make everything three hours. Guardians needs to be three hours. Right. <laughs> Avengers needs to be three hours. Yes. Um, I don't think that works as well for those movies. It works for his movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I know Oppenheimer, I think, is going to be his longest movie. Sheesh. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, if he, is he holding out.
0: So as I said, he's been holding on to Killian Murphy. Get an intermission. I don't yeah. think we're going to get do, an intermission. Mean, the sound of boy.
1: Music had an intermission. Yeah, but we we go back
0: to, I just heard recently that a lot of people didn't watch the Nazi section of Sound of Music because they got an intermission and they and
1: they were like, oh, the movie's over. The, the movie's
0: over. over. <laughs> the intermission is right when they get married, right? Right when uh, Von Trapp and Maria get married. Mm hmm. And so, and then intermission. Everyone feels like that's what the a end good of the love movie. story. Yeah, and they leave. And then there's the whole section of her becoming mom, and then being oppressed by Nazis and the war getting started. And that's then crazy, freaking. There's a whole no, bunch Nolan of movies filmed. I think need
1: an intermission. Maybe we maybe we should go back. Please to give to us about f- twenty minutes to right. get out to go pee. Uh, but yeah, let's look at the repeat actors.
0: Right. So first we got uh, Killian Murphy, and so he's got five credits, including Oppenheimer. Okay. Of being in five different movies, whether bigger roles or smaller roles, he shows up five times in, in his movies. And then the one who's at the top, Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Michael Caine has seven movie credits. With and Chris I, I want to talk about That's this almost one. all of them. <laughs> I want to talk
1: about this one because I think it's really important. Go for Michael? it, Michael. I think Christopher Nolan likes working with Michael Caine because he's a professional mm-hmm. and because he is an incredible actor. Yes. And when he is delivering, when he's delivering a line and he's getting really, you know, into it, it's always emotional. It's always intense. Right. Uh, And he hits the ball out of the park every time. His delivery of the poem in Interstellar Mm -hmm. is beautiful. Yes. Um, When he's, when he tells Murph that, you know, uh, he didn't have the answers on his deathbed, and that he may have sent her father into space for nothing dang it oh. it's intense also yeah. when you he's know t- when he's telling babby's like i'll fail you i'll fail you mr Basta Basta White. Basta White. Basta White, and you sitting Dude, in front of the freaking yeah. stone beautiful yes and
0: uh i think i've recommended it i'll keep recommending it because we get more viewers on the podcast mm-hmm. and someone they're on youtube look up Michael Caine teaches acting on yeah, YouTube.
1: that's a wonderful video. It's a,
0: it's, I think it's about an hour long, a little less than an hour. And he's just on stage probably in the early eighties, right? Him on stage teaching a bunch of people how to act. And it is so good. The details that this man holds in his head for acting, the classic style, the best way. You gotta, you gotta He's always it.
1: wearing a suit. The man knows how to dress. Unfortunately, he's ninety, and I think he's, he's 90. think he's wheelchair bound at this he's, point. Uh, I don't think he's too much longer for this world. No, um, this is him getting a cane, but he's looking old. We really appre- like secondhand lions. Is mm. um, he was yeah, old in secondhand lions? That a, was a long time a, ago. You you pair Robert Duvall and Michael Caine, mm-hmm. you get just excellent performances. <laughs> right, right, right
0: um so another credit we got christian bale he's got four four credits mm-hmm. all three batmans and the prestige
1: and i don't think he's done
0: you I, don't think he's done for Chris I Nolan? i think
1: i think chris will call christian, christian bale, bale back, back. Mm-hmm. i think so too okay so think I about could this see him being in another chris nolan the
0: big breakouts he mm-hmm. had christian bale by his side uh chris nolan did so he did batman begins after he did uh momento yeah and then he did prestige Chris Nolan then he did The Dark Knight The Dark Knight
1: Yeah and he took a break did Inception
0: then he did The Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. He didn't
1: I don't think he wanted to do The Dark Knight Rises You think it was in just demanded Well he they they wanted him to do it he didn't want to do it as much because uh Heath Ledger's passing right Probably. was difficult it was difficult for him and he didn't want to have to continue telling this story without him It was so good cuz yeah. I think in his head the Joker was a part of that third movie as well. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: Uh, Does uh, Christian Bale get paid um,
1: salary and a half for him and his mole?
2: Goodness. Had to, had to <laughs> All
1: right. People are going to comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> He's bullying. Bullying. <laughs> bullying. Christian. <laughs> I get I get the bullying comments because I made fun of someone's eyes. Right. You need to <laughs> well, get bullied hold too. hold
0: on. You could say she's got... She's got a unique. I never weird said face. she was unattractive.
1: What you did was compare
0: her <laughs> to a frog. I like frogs. Anya Taylor Joy. Just to recap, hey, we're money. not
1: gonna, we're not going and I, I, I explain. <laughs> I like frogs. I don't have any issue with this.
0: <laughs> Such a weird take. I love frogs. I like but frogs. Dang
1: it! If Anya don't
0: look like a frog, yeah. let's okay. What? Who's the next actor? All right. Then? So Ken Watanabe. Yeah, got it right. Love him. <laughs> Good, Good actor. actor. Uh, so people don't know who that is. But they know. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the guy from you know. And once you Inception. see Inception, he is
1: the fellow from Inception or The Last Samurai. Yeah, or um, Godzilla. He's a, he plays yeah. the you fake Razal Ghul at the, the beginning of Ra's Batman Al-Ghul. Begins. You guys
0: know him, so he has two Chris oh, Nolan he is, credits, isn't he? He yeah. is a good actor. He went from Batman Begins and then took a break and came back in, in Inception. Mm-hmm. So he's he has two Chris Nolan credits. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, Ken Watanabe. The really man, good. Looks really so awesome. good, bald. His voice yeah. is incredible. Let them he me. needs to do more voiceover work. In my I'm opinion. sure he's done yeah, quite a bit. Have... Him we... playing with the prosthetics of the old man in Inception, for mm-hmm. he's like, uh, what? What did he say? He
1: said, "You
0: said we will become old man together. Old men together." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, freaking. <laughs> well, it's that.
1: It's that gravitas that the accent of and the old Japanese man. So right? picking up the gun. Yeah, freaking it! It's stellar performances. The Japanese have that; they got that voice, man. All right, guy who's not appreciated
0: man. enough, Mr. Gary Old, Gary Oldman. Freaking,
1: you want to talk about some
0: of Gary the, the greatest man.
1: performances? Gary Old, he's right there.
0: It's right there. Um. So yeah, so obviously he plays uh, Gordon in all three Batman. What, what did we just watch with him in it? That he's in all he's in he's plays Severus, uh, uh, Sirius Black in uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Potter. No, well, what did we just watch with him in it? Because I was like, he's Gordon in uh, Batman. Batman. What did we
1: just watch? We he's coming out with a recently. Apple TV
0: slow ho- uh, slow horses.
1: This is his um, most recent project.
0: Hold on, can you go to his movies real quick?
1: Um, he was the bad guy in Air Force One. Really? Yeah. It was a very oh, kind of Hans Gruber. Book of. The of Book of Eli. Eli. Have yeah, you seen this movie, The Book of Eli? Oh, he was it. a villain in this. He always plays a good it, villain. It was a kind of meta type uh, storytelling, but you should watch it. The it Book is of a Eli good movie. With right. uh, Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington.
0: Uh, so Morgan Freeman, legend, but he only has yeah. the three credits from the Batman movies. He hasn't shown up anywhere else. Aww. Um So you got, uh, now I, I struggle with her name. Uh, Marion Cotillard Cotillard so she plays uh, let me pull up her her, well let me copy and paste so she plays she plays on Inception Mm -hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio's wife she also plays on The Dark Knight Rises oh yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah. she's not she hasn't been in anything in a while at least I haven't seen her in anything she was hot for a minute Mm -hmm. yeah she was in demand she's probably still hot but she's pretty. she's been in a, a lot of stuff hot as in acting hot. as in acting no. like not what, your stuff that she was in she yeah, was yeah. in a, a bunch of stuff how, how dare we... you
0: not call her just a hot in general oh woman. no i said hot right. in general as well
1: <laughs> yes uh
0: she's very pretty i think i think she's probably she, she's the most good iconic oh, well what what was the last thing she's, she's in? the most
1: iconic chris nolan uh female actor mm-hmm. so i she was I, really good in uh midnight in paris oh
0: yeah that's true that's your brother Owen Wilson yeah
1: it, well it, it, she's part of the reason he, <laughs> he likes her as an actress
0: so yeah. I he and I I do not consider Chris Nolan sexist in any way mm. but a lot of his films do tend to lean into male characters so there are fewer female actors especially ones that repeat well right? I mean don't say it. just what breeze past that? Comment. I'm just don't saying. Say it. I'm just what, saying. Out of all the women and all, and not just because she repeats, because I think the only other repeat is Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Not just because she repeats, I think she is the most iconic Chris Nolan female character, uh, female actor as a character in Chris. I Nolan mean, movies. it's not,
1: it shouldn't be surprising for a lot of people that, um, m- maybe male directors are really good at telling male stories. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, That's there's true. this discussion in Hollywood. It's like we need you know, female directors to tell female stories. We need, you know, different ethnicities to tell these different stories. If it makes, if that logic tracks, then yeah, it makes sense that Christopher Nolan is really good at telling stories with, you know, primarily male actors. But I don't think that's the case. I think he can tell stories with good female actors. I I forgot to mention,
0: Gary Oldman's credits is uh, is four because he has all three... Batman movies, but he's slated to be in Oppenheimer. Gary Oldman is. Oh, okay. So, um, and that's it's actually the exact same here with Kenneth. What's his last name? Kenneth Branagh. Brannagh. Um, he was in Tenant. No, he, mm. he was first in Dunkirk. Then he's in Tenant. I haven't seen Dunkirk. Now I did. You haven't? No. Out of all Chris Nolan movies, not the best. It's yeah. it's just no, slower. It's, it's a well done movie. It's just a slower movie. I okay. think we just get less. We're not as emotionally invested in the characters with Dunkirk. We're okay. more, it's more about the events, and we're following a couple characters. But I never feel really, I never feel really connected on an emotional level with mm. the characters in Dunkirk. I'll need to watch it. It's
1: because it really... all you're thinking is
0: Harry Styles, probably. Because I Harry think that Styles. was a wrong move. The, <laughs> I think that was a wrong move. I've seen
1: all all the other you're Chris just Nolan movies. Thinking about watermelon sugar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Kenneth B- Boyog, famous, oh, man. <laughs> famous for his what? portrayal of Poirot in the uh, oh, Agatha yeah, Christie's yes, uh, yes. "Murder on the Orient Express." Mm-hmm. Oriental? No, it's not the Oriental <laughs> Express. There's Proro. Pra- oh, I
0: can't wait for the, the next one to come out. Yeah, it's got like a theater skull or dark vibe mm-hmm. to it. That, that's going to be so sick. Um. So, yeah, and also he was on Death on the Nile. Is well, that it? Yeah, Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile, not
1: as good. I think the third installment has potential if, they look, if, if they're taking the kind of more horror route definitely detective horror route
0: but he was in dunkirk and then he was in tenant Mm -hmm. as the main villain and he did awesome in that role so such a convincing character, and he's (laughs) slated to be in oppenheimer as well i don't know how big of a role i think it's actually a smaller one because his credit's not very high how why does but he go we'll from see. this character to this character in Harry
1: Potter? Yeah. He's a, he's a good actor. He's very dynamic. His, yeah. his role. This Harry Potter is so different. I've yeah. seen him play a villain in, I want to say, a couple different things. Mm-hmm. He's really good at the villain role. His his villain mm-hmm. role in Tenet is excellent. Really good. He's really good at it.
0: Um, So another, uh, we got Joseph Gordon-Levitt with two credits. Mm-hmm first in inception no uh yeah first in inception then the dark knight rises back to back so joe he liked uh he liked joseph gordon and i wonder what joseph gordon was doing cuz i know for a fact he probably would have kept putting joseph in more films but he probably got busy and just didn't. You know did it he work? did that he did that it might have been looper or it might have been uh that one movie where he was playing edward snowden did you guys ever see that one? No. Do you no, ever see Joseph Gordon-Levitts, Edward Snowden, the mm-hmm. guy who exposed? I know who Snowden is. Whew, really I good. Seen, take. I haven't seen. He a Joseph exposed Gordon. who?
1: What, what? the government? Exposed the
0: government for spying on government secrets the, on the American people. He, Joe's, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast, the real Edward Snowden, a couple times oh, yeah. over a video call because he's in Russia, hiding. <laughs> he's in hiding because <laughs> during Obama's presidency, he leaked confidential information that he learned about when he was working for the cia and oh, oh he's that guy and he he, he oh, okay he broke Have protocol guys,
1: what's what's joseph gordon been in recently i haven't seen him he, probably smaller stuff he's yeah, a real indie creator yeah. <laughs> yeah i need to look that up let me see let's see what he's been in what, he, what he's got what's slated. joseph doing because he was uh, he was hot for you know, a minute. Right. Hmm. He was in everything for a while. I mean, but he's been in on around. Been in, he's for been all, in quite a lot of movies. Geez, since yeah, Angels in the Outfield. I'm gonna what's, get rid of producer in, and writer. I'm just gonna get an actor. Yeah, what's he got
0: upcoming? So six upcoming. First, he was of, in poker. Oh, he was in Poker Face. Really good in TV Poker series. Face. Really good in the last episode of Poker yeah. Face. It was really cool. Um, so uh, pre production for. A handful of stuff. We White got Knight, K- Providence,
1: Trunks, Killer Heat, Wayne Beverly Man. Hills Wait, Cop, Wait, Glass Onion. What? He was in Glass Onion. I think he was just voice. Uh, Her-, Her hourly dong. dong. Hourly dong. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You remember said, in
0: on the island.
1: He said the 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 hourly mm-hmm. announcement is like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, I think he said it. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Mm. So um, he was in Pinocchio. The oh. Disney one,
0: Jiminy Cricket. He Jiminy Cricket, the voice. J- yeah, the one that nobody <laughs> watched. Nobody watched expect. this one. What? <laughs> nobody watched. I don't that see one. him as a Jiminy Cricket character, but sure. Uh, he was also he did the voice of Detective, Detective Hard Rock Hard Rock in Knives Out. What is he doing? <laughs> What's he doing? He, <laughs> he also voice played over-workin. a voice in Star Wars Visions. As
1: well, that's more. Jay. that's more relatable. I don't see why Andrew, he's doing voiceover. Yeah, he's been over-workin. in a lot of smaller stuff. I guess recently he's always no. A I been wouldn't doing say it. any of this stuff. Is no, 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 Just been not doing main actors. Yeah, been stuff. doing some some less prominent character
0: right stuff. Uh, but some of his what you know what IMDb considers his most notable films. Inception, Inception. is one of them. So he yeah. did Inception. And Looper. I and think Looper. I think Looper. Well, yeah, so I'm talking about 2012. Christmas. That, Christmas. that is right oh, yeah, after yeah, yeah. 2012. That's right after. Like I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So he was probably busy with Looper. When uh, when he was possibly getting casted for something past The Dark Knight Rises, so um we got two more. We got Anne Hathaway. She got two credits. First The Dark Knight Rises, and then right after Interstellar. Yeah. So um so I per the usual, Chris Nolan works with somebody, and then, and then they're in, and another. then they're in the next one after. You know what I mean? And it's all like that with almost all of these, with the exception of Killian Murphy. Um. And then you got Tom Hardy, right? So three Tom Hardy has three credits. What's he? Uh, what he plays it? Bane. Yeah, he's in Dunkirk and in and he's color. in. in Inception. I mean uh, Inception. Yeah. Inception. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So uh, good Tom. repeats. Uh, my question, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you were leading to this or not. Right. Uh, from um, From Oppenheimer, do you think any of the actor first time actors are going to show up in his next film? from Oppenheimer from Oppenheimer So we uh, well, I was looking at the cast knew, list actually people this knew morning. to to Chris Nolan movies it's mm-hmm. like uh Robert Downey Jr. Emily Blunt Emily Blunt Matt Damon Matt Damon uh, Robert, Florence, Pugh, Florence Pugh Oh no not lots that wasn't of, Lots of Nolan. people that are that are coming in new Do you think Matt, maybe Matt Damon is going Matt going Dam- So you're you're, you're you're trying <laughs> to predict. I'm trying to predict who's gonna be in the next. I know person. who it is. Matt Damon's kind of doing his own thing. I know who it thing. is, and I'm almost 100 positive. Who?
0: Emily. Emily Blunt. Blunt. I think I'm almost 100 positive. The next Chris Nolan's gonna have Emily Blunt in there,
2: because she's
0: gonna she's the wife of Oppenheimer. She's an important but side more side sideline role. You get characters like Robert Dunning Jr., Matt Damon, as like front leads mm. next to Killian Murphy. And you put leads that Chris Nolan's like considering, as with the pattern. If you follow the pattern, Emily Blunt, she's more in the background, right? Than Matt Damon, you know Robert Downey Jr. and Killian Murphy, and those are the people you see rising up into the in front. The background? Yeah, can why we, is there so much we, motion? Yeah, I don't know. we got this. is distracting.
1: I'm just saying. Yeah, no, you're right. I. That's I think a good Emily prediction. of think Emily it's going to be Emily Blunt. Yeah. I don't.
0: I don't think it's going to be Florence Pugh. Okay, honestly, I don't think Better it's going to be. be Florence Pugh either. Better not
1: be. Uh, because I think partial uh, part of his part of his thing is you know he really you know he has to like you to work with you the next time. It well. helps that she's British. <laughs> yeah. Emily Blunt's British. Emily Blunt is British. It helps because um, he's
0: British and he's got that he likes that vibe. I want to see Austin I, Butler in
1: in one of his films. He might show up. At I am um, I want because it, Florence Pugh is one of those actresses that Hollywood's really pushing right now. Mm-hmm. Um so it makes sense that she would get into one of these movies cuz he casts people who are big in Hollywood
0: cuz he's trying to sell that movie. Right. And so it's also why he stacks it with so many stars. All of his movies have so many stars. Yeah. So you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> Did I cut you off or something? no? I was, I was basically done. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
0: All right. just saying that that that's basically it to to reach around our butts. <laughs> okay, it's a long way for you. You gotta stop. You gotta. Jeez. You can't stop with the reach around <laughs> to reach around our butts to hit our elbow. Um, there there's a good reason why he recasts and reuses actors, and it's probably there's not one specific answer. It, it's common, but for him, he probably likes to feel everybody out. <laughs> wow. Combined with a reach around. All right, you're gonna get Christopher Nolan canceled
1: just because of your comments. No, right? no, 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 no. But
0: speaking of someone who might should be canceled, yep, Quentin Tarantino. Ooh.
1: Dang, I didn't know we had a, a yeah. another segment. It's, it's a small, smor- it's a short segment. It's okay. a s'more
0: segment. A s'more segment. So uh, he's come <laughs> out, and we know, we know. He's been talking about I'm doing ten movies and then I'm done, right? Yeah, yeah. he's an artist. He's an, I'm an artist. He's got a script. I can't do this now. He's saying, "No, I'm, he, okay, look, this is what he's saying now." There's a reason, really, why I'm why I'm you know only doing one more movie, and why I'm stopping at ten. It's because it's the industry, Hollywood, it's it's terrible now. Mm-hmm. He wants everything to be theater movies, mm-hmm. and so he he's got he's got some some problems. With we know that the industry these days. So Quentin Tarantino blasts streaming movies. It's almost like they don't exist. So, um
1: let's let me find where he his is. I don't is. disagree with this. Right, right, right. So, uh, I think a lot of movies that come out on streaming are it it is hard for them to get the recognition. Some of them that are really good
0: that they deserve. Will you read this for us, White? Let's read what he has to say and then we'll we'll discuss.
1: He it. says, I like the idea of giving it my all for 30 years and then saying, okay, that's enough. So number one, he's uh Well, he's he's not giving it at all. He What are you so, talking about?
0: In his movies, yeah.
1: Yes, his film.
0: He's casted the biggest names. He's worked hard to get he's he's done with films, but he said on multiple podcasts I've got TV shows show scripts sure. lined up i've got a whole show i've already wrote that we're gonna work on once i'm done with my movies
1: yeah he's he's um what's the word i'm looking for uh no it's idealizing they, hold on, he's, on Apple. he's idealizing his own reputation mm-hmm. i like the idea of of giving it my all and then saying okay that's enough right it's it's all in his head of yeah. who he is and what his movies are that's like uh, it's pretentious yeah right. but that's artists that's right. like him saying okay can we finish what he has to say okay. before we keep going um he told deadline film columnist bass big 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 boy <laughs> <laughs> McBoy, big boy bam bag, big boy bammy good boy <laughs> um uh, that's unfortunate <laughs> man I'm sorry I'm sorry Bats I'm sorry Bats <laughs> I didn't <laughs> the big boy <laughs> the big boy alright keep going um, and I don't like working to uh, diminishing returns and I mean now is a good time because I mean what even is a motion picture any anyway anymore it's just something that they show on Apple that would be diminishing returns. He keeps going. Uh, again, not wrong, but also I don't think correct. Things change. It's how the world works. Um, no, we're we're not we're not pulling carriages with horses anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we're driving cars. We're not driving as many gasoline cars anymore. The the world changes, and you. I get what he's saying. He wants to be immortalized in. With his films, he and not being like, Well, now I'm putting stuff on streaming. So,
0: right. um, the it, past it, couple months, okay, w- I was like, I'm gonna Quentin Tarantino watch all his movies mm-hmm. from the beginning to the end, and we did that. All I finished right. watching all nine movies so far, waiting for the last one, and before I said Quentin was. Uh, pretentious director and I'm still saying that his movies are good but they he he has his pretentiousness to him and he has said on multiple occasions basically nothing in the 80s was good Mm -hmm. there was a ton of great Uh movies that came out in the 80s right he bashes the 80s in saying that everything was goofy but Yes, there was goofy stuff, but there was some good films that came out of the 80s. And I,
1: I understand the streaming thing. You, Good directors understand that the movies are made for theaters and, and the best movies are made to for people to see in theaters. But I think that things are going to change to the point where good movies uh, can go, come out on streaming services. We've seen it. What was that Jake Gyllenhaal movie that came out? That was really good. The, uh, she the guilty. Yeah, but Was it's that it. But it's not get it didn't guilty. get the re- kind of recognition that something like Oppenheimer is gonna get. Right, um, or Barbie, or he, even the machine,
0: maybe. So he goes on to say, um, I mean, I'm not picking on anybody, but apparently for Netflix, Ryan Reynolds has made fifty million on his movie. And fifty million on that movie, and fifty million on the next one, and all that. And then he says, um, "Well, good for him that he's making so much money." But those movies essentially don't exist in the zeitgeist. It's almost like they don't exist. So what he wants is what he's gotten him for himself. He wants his movies to have as much ha- have more reputation than he does. You know, Netflix is paying for Ryan Reynolds,
1: but what are those movies called? I don't know. I, right? I know there's
0: one called Nice Guy.
1: What are they called?
0: Mm.
1: You know, Adam I, Project. I, you know, I get what I he's guess. saying. Yeah, but and
0: it, but when you say a Quentin Tarantino movie, people are like, "Freaking Pulp Fiction, Once Upon a Time mm-hmm. in
1: Hollywood." They know what you're talking about. Yeah, Django. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Uh, the the f- having a, a movie movies like Jurassic Park. Everybody knows what the movie is. Yeah, Everybody's right. seen it a million times. Those are the kind of movies that he sees as movies. Mm-hmm. Movies that are pulp that just get lost mm-hmm. in the sauce. Right? Right? But the the issue with the statement is that's been it's it was going on when he was making movies, you know, when he first started too. Yeah, they just It's been going on in the 80s in the 90s, and the 2000s, how many hundreds, how many thousands of movies have been made that nobody knows what they are and sit in bargain bins. It's, it's like that. And it's going to be like that. It, it's always going to be people experimenting to create something. Yes. And if it's trash, it gets thrown in the trash. And if it's good, people will elevate
0: it. See, Quentin had a specific and I don't know exactly his backstory, but I understand Quentin had a specific um, uniqueness to his situation. He had a few connections with Hollywood. So when he decided he wanted to make movies, it took him forever. Like his first two movies, Pulp Fiction being his second, took him a long time to get those movies made. Like Mm -hmm. he took his time with it. But he also had connections in the industry and was able to call people, call agents, and he found a way to get these... Superstars on his first couple movies, mm-hmm. so his movies were an instant success. People like Bruce Willis, John Travolta, oh, no. Sam Jackson. He did a couple things
1: before. Yeah, he did a couple things. I but think he also, only did one movie before. What, Pulp how much? How much of how much of the movies that he made were his artistry and the way that he filmed and the way that his actors communicated, and yeah. how much was it? Oh, these big names in Hollywood, right? Now. I've heard sold him the I've heard him describe it's it's so important that
0: you have stars in the role yeah he, he's, he He wasn't gonna make a movie with any major like with any new kind of going to be a breakout actor he he doesn't want to do that and he, I don't think he's ever really done that not putting in his his front leads because he's always said if you want to sell a movie, you got to put a star in it. Right? But you know, a
1: lot of people talk about oh, it's but it's not his actors; it's his dialogue, it's his filming. It's not his dialogue. Dialogue really comes down to how the actors deliver, right? Right, and filming his his filming is nothing super special. It's just uh, non traditional. True. Uh, it's it is all these things combine. He really tried his hardest to make his movies memorable, which he did, which he did. Uh, People, you know, you can quote all sorts of scenes from Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs, if that's one of your favorites, or, you know, uh, uh, Inglorious Bastards, whatever. Or even the movies I've only seen once, I can probably think of a line to quote. They are memorable. So you know, creating memorable movies is what he wants. It's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't think there's ever going to be a time when we're not, people aren't making schlock.
0: Yeah, and it, back in, in his starting days, in the 80s and 90s, it was just distribution. The thing is, yeah. streaming is just distribution. The movies that he's saying, it wasn't, it didn't used to be that way. Yes, it did. It's just, they didn't have the internet to put it on. Mm-hmm. They just never got put onto, you know, a hundred or a thousand VHS tapes. They just never made it to hard copy. And maybe so he doesn't want to put
1: in the effort to look for the good movies. He probably doesn't. Maybe, and that's, you know, that's on him.
0: Or maybe he's watched a couple and they just frustrated him so much that he just goes on these. No, I, <laughs> Quentin yeah, turns
1: good. on a movie and he's like, this isn't my movie. Right. I can't enjoy this. <laughs> this isn't one of the ones I made. It's not how I think. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have enough shots of feet in that film. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he he loved that Barbie trailer. He's probably like, now this is a film. This is a film. <laughs> this is a movie right here. He's like, I, Ryan Gosling, you know, fine, whatever. But look at those feet. Look at them feet. You know, open the trailer with feet. They showed them feet several times. You know,
0: yeah. someone asked him what he's going to be doing after he's done with the films. And he's like, well, I just got married and I'm, I have a kid now that's like three years old. How does he yeah. have a kid? He's kind of old. How does he Getting have a kid that's like young? I don't know if his kid's What through. do you mean? Men do it all the time. Well, how yes, does I know. have I kid? <laughs> Are you saying he's
1: ugly? Yes. She must, he's Would you stop looking down your big ass nose at people? <laughs> <laughs> Joshua
0: is hating on so many people's looks today. Joshua no, I'm just not, I'm not talking about his, his looks. You just, just You're old. gesturing towards him and be like, how does
1: he? How does he? How does he? <laughs> just
0: referencing his face. Look at him. Look he's, at him. He's, look at him.
1: I don't know. He's successful. And extremely
0: he's successful, he's brilliant, Very he's rich. a good storyteller, he is rich, he's also extremely hot headed and extremely uh I'm kinda kinky. Yeah, kinky.
1: I guess people, you know.
0: <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and that's all I have for today's podcast. Uh, how long was this one, Joshua? About an hour, an hour and a half. Nice. I'm always rolling out with the longer sods. The, the longer sods? The longer sods. <laughs> okay. He's got you guys got to up your sentence. up your game.
1: I mean, mine are enjoyable. I think people enjoy mine. I think <laughs> yeah. people like to all watch all
0: hour mine. and five minutes of yeah. real enjoyable really, content.
1: Yeah, a, a tight you know hour, a tight hour. <laughs> you know, we can shave off <laughs> five
0: minutes of this hour. Yeah,
1: make it real good. They're punchy. They're quick. Yeah. When I'm not yelling at Josh, right? Um,
0: I can make a joke right now, but I'm not going to.
1: Well, I think this
0: whole episode was good joke. I, I, you know mine is it's fast but it's not, not about a quick yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's about the the motion of the ocean <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> is that where you are going with this yeah I said I wasn't gonna tell the joke and then why to tell it <laughs> is yeah. this an inside joke I'm confused no. why would you, why were you thinking motion of the ocean it's,
1: it's a sexual thing yeah it's a lewd joke I'm quick
2: but
0: but you both were thinking the term motion of the ocean it, thanks for watching the episode why is it at the very end i'm I've lost you both it's okay We love you.